It's the galaxy famous Gaz Gano in his custom Ord Padrovia. Another self-isolation COVID-19 pandemic update, I suppose. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since we had our, uh, our updates. Uh, myself, David Petrangelo, I am joined by... Michael R. Power. All right, Mike. Um, the last we spoke, it was closer to the beginning of, um, I guess, all the sort of stricter rules that the world is sort of under now, or at least us here in North America or anything. Um, how's, how's life been, been going the last couple of weeks? good just um yeah i think it was right at the beginning last time we talked so uh just staying home staying inside and playing a lot of animal crossing basically <laughs> yeah i think once again that's like our jumping off point right yeah it's kind of the same for us we uh i'm i'm home probably i would say 80 percent of my shifts i can work from home and stuff so that's not bad but when i am home whether it's a day of work or not Animal Crossing seems to be like the uh, the go to at least when you first wake up. It's like it's a yeah. at least for at least for us anyway. I mean, you you guys have have uh, a baby to take care of and everything, but like you know when you have a chance, it's a it's a pretty easy game to just pick up and just go for it for even just half yeah. an hour, twenty minutes exactly. or something, right? Yeah, I it's uh, the perfect escape. It's the perfect escape. Yeah, yeah, literally escaping to an island. Yeah, yeah exactly. Each other's islands. Yeah. Um, it's funny. So I, I keep forgetting that the the switch um, keeps track of how many hours you've played in a game, and oh, yeah. I, I decided to compare notes. I don't know if you guys have checked or not. Compare notes no. of how of how much I'm playing compared to how much the wife's playing, and mm -hmm. I knew that she was playing more than me, but I didn't realize she was playing basically double. <laughs> what oh I wow. Am. So, it's probably the same for me. I yeah, it's got to be close, right? Yeah, yeah. they're uh, they seem to be the masters of our island. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Well, it's true. There's a game for everyone. So I know. Oh, yeah. Um, what's uh, what's been the update? I think last time we talked, like, we were sort of just getting going, right? I think it was within the first week to week and a half that the game came out. Um, within the last like, I don't know, seven to ten days or so, within like sort of mid to late April here. What's what's the latest with your guys' updates on the island? Yeah, I think last time we talked was at the very beginning, and it, it like it felt like there was a lot to do. But now looking back, you realize how much more the game opens up after you, I guess, beat the original story mode. So now there's like it's overwhelming the amount of things you can do on the island. It's crazy. You can terraform, you can make waterfalls, you can make the ground look like anything you want, basically. So um, the world is just there for you to make it whatever you want depending how creative you are or anything so the, the actual like story of the game is pretty easy to beat but then once you beat that it becomes more of like a like an open sandbox game yeah so that's I where get... we're at we've unlocked basically everything we're just like paying off the loans on the house which i'm not sure how long that goes but probably like forever just some yeah. based on it feels like it doubles games. every time right it's almost yeah like... that's like the one thing kind of you're looking for something to keep you going um, if you need like some sort of direction on what to do, that's the one thing that is always there. But other than that, it's just like just enjoy the game and play it however you want to play it. There's so many different ways you can play it. So yeah, um, we are the, the biggest thing for for you and and white and white power so far. Like, what's what's sort of like the most exciting thing that you guys did in the last little bit? Yeah, um, 
probably probably just arranging the island and making it how we want it to look because in previous Animal Crossing games, at least the ones I played for last one I played for GameCube, you couldn't really change the look of where you lived and you couldn't even really place furniture on the outside or change mountains. So that like you would just decorate your house and that's the only thing you had control over. Well you couldn't so even this, put items outside. No, no. So this is like so different. So it's fun just we created like two big like mountains in the back of the island where each of our houses are and then we're like customizing ourselves so I feel like a big waterfall on mine. So just silly stuff like that. Um we were inspired by uh co-host Jordan Jordan Kerr's um island when we went to visit his because his was really nice. I know so we should we should get ideas. some shots of his stuff and put it up. I haven't gone to his yet but you keep you your wife power keeps saying like you have to go you have to go it's like it's like Jordan's just like this uh, uh Animal Crossing uh amusement park or something it's yeah, like you gotta go it's so much fun yeah because we were sort of not like not like lost for ideas but we got inspiration from his i'm like oh this is what you could really do with this game because we were kind of just like putting our houses wherever like sporadically right and then it's like oh maybe we should put a bit more thought into it so that's kind of fun kind of having a goal in your mind of what you want the island to look like and then just because it's so expensive just slowly building towards that and i do the same thing with my with the rooms that I have, I kind of have like something in my head of how I want it to look, but acquiring all the furniture and the resources to like make it look like that just takes a long time. So, yeah, that, and that's that's what it is for me too. It seems like um, there's a couple like little things. Like I don't I don't have like this this big drive. It seems when I'm playing it to like oh I got to do this next. I'm really working really hard to get the next room on my house. Like I just got, I guess it's the third room or the second smaller room that's attached. Mm-hmm. Your, uh, your main one, I just got that, I think, within the last day. Um, I'm like, okay, that's cool. But now I, I spent, like, so much money to... to I don't know, it's, it's like, it's fun, but there's something about it feeling too much like a chore that is getting to me. I'm just like, it, like why am I doing any of this? <laughs> I keep saying to myself. <laughs> and I know, it's sort of like... That's sort of the point is that there doesn't need to be pressure that does it like I get that and that's that's actually not bad which is goes back to my point of like when I first when I first brought it up is like you can just pick it up for half an hour do a couple small things and put it down and you don't feel the pressure to have to come back you can do it like you've said a bunch of times over the last you know couple months that we've been talking about this you just you take your time you do it yourself you know like mm-hmm. you do it at your own pace and everything and there's something nice about that because I don't know that there's really anything else, at least not right now, that comes to mind offhand that kind of lets you do that. So there isn't a, a decent novelty sounds a little bit negative, but there is something nice about that, I guess. Um, I just feel like I need, like you know, we got the the, the slider guy to come and do like that's sort of like the storyline thing that you were mentioning. Yeah. Is you get him to come, he plays the music. Okay, that's cool, we got that. But like, I feel like I need another one of those, even if it doesn't realistically like occur for the next like month and a half like it takes even longer for it to happen i feel like i still need the next beat you know outside of that but again i'm not like not having fun playing it i just feel like there needs but they've said that they've also they're going to keep updating it and stuff and have events and stuff so there's going to be things that sort of spruce it up as we go along i think yeah yeah so yeah it's just that kind of game where there's nothing really driving you except for your own like imagination i guess or so i don't know creativity or something so mm-hmm. it does yes it's not like a 
it's not those games that has like a story mode that you're going through and then there's a you reach an end right it's usually played for a long period of time and um it's, it's sort of on you a little bit to find the fun but i, I like it and i think a lot of people like it so. yeah i mean it's it's nice to see on uh, you know we we have our personal accounts and we have our podcast account here like active on social media pretty much non-stop or as much as we can and it's nice to see something that isn't dire news something that isn't um you know pandemic related in a negative way like people are posting all their sort of fun pictures and making uh you know their designs available to people which i think is a cool idea um you can sort of make make all the sort of patterns that you want and pictures and it's that kind of stuff I, th- I think this again I think we said it when we first talked about it like this game kind of came out at the perfect time <laughs> yeah definitely um, yeah, the online community is the online community is, is great for Animal Crossing if you need a design or if you have something in mind for how you want the ground to look you can pretty much find whatever you want or you can share your designs yeah you share the um, designs on like the QR codes or just like the mm-hmm. sort of friend code type things and stuff like it seems to be um, really booming and I think that it Unfortunately, it helps that it's this this time in our life that, that this game is out and stuff. But I think that um, that adds to the game. I think that adds a big part of the game. I think it would be um, a lot less. It would feel even less social, I think, because now you can mm. connect to people, which you said you didn't really get a chance to do before in these games. So now that they have that capability, I think it's really cool. You can take each other's designs and stuff and share them. I, I have a uh, an X-Wing outfit and I have... Luke's Jedi robe from uh, from the most recent uh, yeah, trilogy of Star cool. Wars. <laughs> I got a bunch of Star Wars. Did you see the one guy? People get really creative. It's really crazy. Oh, yeah. Did you see the one guy that made his entire island look like the original Pokemon game? Oh, no way. I have to find yeah. that. It was, so, it was like exact recreation of like the first like town and, pa- and route right, in uh, right. Pokemon. And even just like went in and customized so the um, to paint the ground so it would look exactly how it looks like in that Game Boy game. He made himself a custom outfit of a character. <laughs> it was, must have taken it forever. It was crazy. <laughs> but that is, that is like, you're working within the game's system, but it still allows you to do so much with it. That yeah. it's, That's cool that you're actually capable of doing that, right? Um, that's a awesome. game where you're not, like, uh, shooting anything or, like, killing anyone or anything, which is, like, what so many games are. So, yeah, yeah. It's the kind big, of nice, wholesome, the biggest... fun. Oh, it's 100% that. The biggest threat is wasps that fall from a tree sometimes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the biggest threat. Yeah. And all you do is you have, like, one eye that looks a little bit closed. Like, that's and what tran- happens. Tarantulas. That oh, the tarantulas, see. yeah. That's yeah. actually, if you talk to the wires, that's actually, like, terrifying. Yeah, Every they actually... Every time she sees a <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I've told you off offline, but I had I went to the tarantula island by chance about a week ago, a week and a half ago. And, uh, you know, it happens randomly. And that's basically, if anyone isn't playing the game, like, tarantulas are worth a lot of money, and they're kind of rare. They only come out at night, and there's this one island that you travel to. It, it costs sort of these in-game points to get there. Uh, it randomly pops up when you fly to it, and it's just an unlimited amount of tarantulas that, that pop up. So you can take them all back with you and sell them for a lot of money. Um, on that island, they just keep repopulating, and uh, as many as you can fit in your pocket, you can keep catching them and catching them. But... Every time I was running around and sort of sneaking up on them, trying to catch them and stuff, because they sort of act differently than any of the other bugs in the game, <laughs> the wife's like, ah, ah, oh no, ah. she's getting, she feels like she's gotten like the, the creepy crawlies just watching an Animal Crossing game. 
<laughs> I know it's true. It's, but it, like, was, it was weirdly, fun. Uh, they're weirdly like realistic looking. The bugs. Yeah, yeah, they look a little bit more. Yeah, they went a long way to sort of make them look cool. And then, you know, you can look at them in more detail and stuff later. So, um, all right. Well, that's that's our Animal Crossing update. So, <laughs> thanks everyone yeah. for coming up with that. Um, you have uh, been taking advantage of these uh, PS Plus games that have been coming up over the last while on PlayStation and PlayStation 4 and everything. And you started playing Shadow of the Colossus for the first time. Oh. And this is the, the remastered version of it. It's the same game. It just looks much nicer. Um, this is one of those games that sort of stood out over the last 10 to 15 years. It's like this iconic sort of unique game. Um, what, what, what do you think about it, Mike? Yeah, I, I think it's great, actually. Um, I got it for free from PS Plus, like you mentioned. I've been, for years, always adding the PS Plus games to my library, the free games, and like, but never getting around to play, playing them. But now I'm thankful that I'm under quarantine, that now that I have been doing that, because I have all these games I can play. And so I decided to go play some classics. So Shadow of the Colossus is, like you said, a classic game that I never played, back from PlayStation 2. Um, and it, it's it's fun. It reminds me very much of a Zelda game, the way that you're riding your horse in like the the green areas and in the mountains and deserts and stuff. Um, but it doesn't have the dungeons. It's just like big boss battles. Yeah, the, and, the bosses basically, or the colossi, are the dungeons. I guess. Yeah, it's true because each one has its own like puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the first Colossus I beat, I was like, the controls, I, I had a hard time with the controls, and I was kind of like, ah, oh, this game's kind of annoying. Uh, but then I finally beat him, and I, I went online, and I read a little bit about, you know, how to how to work the game, and uh, the more I played, and the more I got used to the controls, and after the second or third Colossus, I was really digging the game. I think it's really, really cool. Um, they get really creative with the different, the different bosses, the different Colossuses. Colossi? Colossi. Oh, is it Colossi? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's interesting how creative they get with the with the different ones, and I think of like how much more can you know what was how can this one be different? But they're always so different, and uh, it's a bit samey how you can like climb them and and stab stab them in spots to kill them. But right. there is a different sort of puzzle. So yeah, they are like their own little dungeon, and they're quick battles. So I'm hoping I can like actually finish the game. One yeah, of those you said that you're, you feel like you might be about halfway through it or something like that. Yeah, I think I'm about halfway good. through. Yeah. yeah, they get harder, and uh, it's just that perfect amount of challenging, I think. It is. I um, remember that, too, because um, I played it on PS3 when... I don't think that it was remastered. I think they just had they had it on sale at the time. I think it wasn't officially the remaster yet or whatever, and I remember that was the first time I played through it. And, and, and it's actually... It, you can just like you can play one of the Colossus and then you can just put it down and go to the next one and go to the next one. Like it's you don't have to sit there for five hours to get through a big story beat or anything. You can just go from one to one to one and then uh, and move on. Yeah, it's I like that. It's sort of perfect. I like like that. That. And yeah, and like you said, there's a little bit of, of the same where you have to sort of take them down and stuff, but they're still also unique because they all look different. They all act a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I, I haven't played this remaster one, but I'm sure it looks amazing as well, right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It looks amazing, and the like the scale that they make you feel when you're like going up against one of these. It feels so good when you take them down. Yeah, um, and it, yeah. It, and it does remind me of Zelda. I don't know if it's the third person, but the way he rides his horse or whatever. But I and I really like Zelda games, so this is like up my alley. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to keep going with that. And um, we've been doing a couple of uh, um, Twitch streams of us playing uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone and stuff in at, at the evening and all that. Maybe we'll try and get uh, some of your Colossus takedowns on our page as well. So we'll try and uh, we'll try and see uh, see Mike take down some of the Colossus if we can too. <laughs> people can sort of witness that. And, and it's actually a game. As much as it's been like touted as like this big sort of Tedpole game over the last. 15 years or something like that. I think there's a decent amount of people that hadn't played it. And it's interesting to watch too, because like you said, it's sort of like the presentation with the scale and all that. I think, uh, I think there's something to that to be able to watch it. Which is yeah, cool, it is. So. It's like very cinematic. Like you're it is. Like, yeah. The camera angles and how, how yeah. it is. And everything. Yeah. It's crazy sometimes the things that you're controlling that like little guy on the screen. So it's, it's definitely a good game. I definitely yeah. missed out not playing it, but now I'm glad I'm, I'm going back playing it now. Nice. Yeah, that's a perfect one. Um, the other thing, uh, I've been playing uh, Control, which I picked up um, on sale in the Epic Game Store. It's a game from last year that uh, I think when we talked about our games from last year on one, on our episode from uh, from back in January, um, I think I mentioned it's the one game that I really wanted to play and just never got a chance to. Um, of course, a sale during a pandemic and self-isolation makes me purchase the game finally <laughs> um and uh i think i'm very very close to the to the end it feels like but it's also a game that's sort of similar to we've we've talked about these sort of metroidvania and metroid style um, games where you can go back and forth to different places because in this one you basically you get key cards to go into different areas of this building I guess you could say um, that you're that you're uh, playing the whole game in, and uh, I think I'm getting close to some of the story beat endings and stuff. But there's a lot of like small missions that I'll probably keep playing because the gameplay itself is really fun. Control would 100% be my number one or two game from last year if I played it last year. I'd like to tell you about a dream I had last night. In my dream, the hiss had broken free of this prison. This is an ordinary song about an ordinary girl from an ordinary world. Yeah, good, it's eh? yeah, it's that awesome. good. Um, the gameplay is super fun. It's 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 uh, not that far off. It feels, and especially the cinematic parts of it, feel a lot like Alan Wake from a few years ago. Uh, it's the same team that made it, or at least the same. Uh, uh, developers that made it, so I think that's part of it. And the story is so out there; it's I've never, never seen or heard anything like it. Which I think adds to the fact that um, it's just such a good game. Regardless, uh, the gameplay itself is, for the most part, pretty unique. I don't, I don't think that it's doing every last little bit of it as like you know, not every last little bit is new, but that doesn't really matter because the way they combine all your abilities that you get and the types of guns that you get um, and the way all that works and you can upgrade them and give them sort of added powers and stuff like all of that is is cool but it's really the way that it all combines together every time you go from sort of mini arena to arena and um, yeah man this game is amazing it's great Thanks. it's so this so is like good a, I watched you play it but it looks cool it's like a third yeah. person shooter third person game, right? yeah exactly yeah it's uh there, there's some sort of platforming ish stuff and there's a decent amount of puzzle solving in it and that adds to the sort of psychedelic uh sci-fi story elements in the game are, are based on these 
puzzles and it's like it's creepy like it can be pretty creepy not like jump scare creepy but um off-putting with the way that a lot of the story goes and um and they, they there's a reason why there's action but i think that this game would actually be fine even if it wasn't a shooter and was just sort of you know you go along and you sort of do some platforming and follow the puzzles and stuff i think it would actually still be a very good game um but the action aspects of it are really cool because you get sort of levitating powers and you can sort of pick up items and stuff i think when i when you were watching me play it for a bit um it was earlier on in the game and now i kind of have all the abilities and a lot of them are upgraded and stuff so i can actually do a lot more which is cool if this ever comes on sale for playstation and if there's ever anyone that hasn't played this game um i'd highly recommend it it's really really good and of course now that i'm going to finish this story because i definitely definitely want to finish this game um there's a DLC out for it, and now I'm going to have to buy that, too, because I want to keep playing it. <laughs> so, Is it a long um, game, or is it a relatively short game? I, I think... I, I would say that it's that it's a, a regular Average length. That, yeah, you would say... Cool. I, yeah, but it really depends on how much extra stuff you do, because um, mm-hmm. you don't have to go through every last little side mission or anything. And a lot of them don't even feel like side missions, because they feel like not necessary part of the story, but like it feels like you have a reason to go and do these extra missions because they're still somewhat related to what you're moving on to in the next area of this building that you're in. Um, but if anyone, like, I don't really want to explain too, too much about like what the story is and stuff because I didn't know that much about it. I just sort of knew based on like videos and screenshots that it's sort of twisty and psychedelic and there's sort of like, I guess, quote unquote aliens or something, if you want to call them as the enemies, but like, the way they lay out the story and why you go from mission to mission is makes it even more interesting. So um, nice. I'd, I'd recommend Control to absolutely anybody. I think it's great. If you like a third-person action game, it's it's excellent. It's one, one of the best ones I've played over the last like few years. It's really, really good. good. Way, a good way to spend your time if you're uh, stuck inside then, eh? 100%, yeah. And I think, uh, I think the sale that I bought it on is probably no longer there because that was a couple weeks ago at this point. But I, I've played through, I would say... 75 to 80 percent of the game within a couple weeks and um and i'm going to keep going i'm probably buy the dlc for the 15 or 20 bucks that it is to me it feels worth it so um yeah so that's control and then uh mike we're very excited about this it's sort of a news item i guess but within the next uh, few days from when we're talking right we have our episode one pod racer game coming to switch <laughs> Oh, that's so crazy. And it's the N64 <laughs> game, right? Yeah, that's the it's N64 game. It's the game that game. we talk about all the time. That's yeah, so, the one that that's we've so referenced awesome. probably 10 um, times in the last 12 months or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Pod Racer game is coming to the Switch. That's from the N64 version. And so are there other N64 versions on the Switch? Or is this like a new... Because this would be a great thing if this started happening if 64 games... Um, I, Switch. I don't know offhand that there's. I mean, I'm sure there's there's some games, but uh, I mean, we've mentioned it before. Like some of the uh, Super Nintendo and regular NES um, titles on the, on the Switch. Like if they had an N64 version, this would be one of the games we would want. But they don't they don't have one of those yet. So I, I think the N64 ports are few and far between on pretty much any system. It seems to be one of the one of the consoles that just doesn't have that many. Um, you know, backwards compatibility or ports or right. anything on newer systems. It seems to be pretty rare. So, yeah. I, I, so not I don't only is this a 
good game they want to play, but this is hopefully a good sign of more types of N64 games can start coming to Switch. Right. That yeah, that's awesome. a good point. Yeah. And, and we um, talk about Pod Racer a lot, one of the best sci fi racing games. I hope it's not just nostalgia and I want to play it again and it holds up. Um, because sometimes older games, especially from that era with those graphics, they, they're, they, they're better in your memory than when you go replay them. But I have faith. I, yeah and it's it's not like it's going to be like oh we're going to drop 50 dollars and it's going to yeah, be worth exactly. five hours of our time like i i think that it's it's probably going to be a bit more than that but um mm-hmm. i mean i hope hopefully i mean when like you said like with those games i think that um it's like it's the race and then it's the race and it's the race and like there's not a whole lot of depth to it um and but customizing I, the vehicles right that was yeah that, that was, was a cool part about it you didn't just yeah race anakin's thing or or, or mm-hmm. anything like that right so um yeah i think that it's it's coming to switch and ps4 and i think that if we can play it online and stuff like like man oh, oh imagine online imagine if you play online what that means for like potentially more games in the future like imagine a golden eye port that you can play online with your switch like, oh, i'm just game, imagine like that would be unreal <laughs> oh man so, it's crazy so yeah, i'm trying to find start. now if if there is if they confirmed online availability but um yeah, it's only about 15 or 20 bucks which is great uh and i mean they could yeah. do it because the super nintendo games like online wasn't available back then, but we can play them online through the Switch. So right, yeah, and it's, it's a simple enough game that I think that um, that they can probably do it. I don't it doesn't say anywhere here. I should have looked this up before, but it's, it's just basically I'm just seeing they have screenshots and stuff. It just looks a little bit cleaner than what it did, but it still definitely looks like a 64 game right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I'm looking through some of like the video and screenshots, still pretty blocky and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's fine. Like whatever, <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah. But it's it's now it's another unique Star Wars game. Twenty yeah. years later, they're re-releasing a Star Wars racing game. How crazy is yeah. that? <laughs> it, seems, it seems crazy, but I guess we're not the only ones that were uh, clamoring for this game. I know so, we're not as crazy go. as we thought we were. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So that's our update on our uh, what we've been playing i guess over the last uh, few weeks in uh, self-isolation so um we're gonna move on to our next uh update and episode um we'll talk to you guys in a few days about what we've been watching for the most part and we're gonna update some of the fun um i guess polls that we put out there we kind of put out fun uh, social media um messages out there and stuff i'm gonna give mike the credit for a lot of these of our sort of pick three uh cartoons from the 90s everyone's favorites we're going to go through some of those and some of our results and um to me it seems a bit of a surprise of who quote unquote won out of what we got but we'll go through mm-hmm. some of those and uh some of the games and um and yeah and what we've been watching over the last little while as well so mike um if anyone wants to participate in some of these polls and some of these online um uh, polls that we have on social media for our pick threes and our favorite uh isolation houses and stuff where, where can they find us yeah, so if you want to follow us on social media, it's at Day Back In on Twitter and Instagram. And the podcast is called Back In My Day. Find it on your podcast app of choice. Excellent. And uh, also, since I did mention that we're playing some games on, on Twitch and all that, we are going to sort of be pushing out um, uh, heads up as to when we might be playing and stuff. There will be random games. Some of them will be old. But a lot of them will be new as well, because why not? They're fun. We're going through it. But uh also, that is uh, back in my day games. So that's how you can find it on Twitch. So 
Um, if anyone wants to watch us and laugh at us and how bad we are at uh, Call of Duty and Control. And, yeah, we've been uh, talking about Call of Duty, but we are playing a lot of Call of Duty. And, we are, yeah. Um, the free Warzone version, and it's a lot of fun. Our, like, I have our quarantine goal is, like, try to come first once. We've come close. I'm second, um, I think, so, once or twice. So <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's tough, especially all the kids out there that play a lot more than we do and own us. But <laughs> and have actual skills. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So that'll be one of the ones that we play. We try and do uh, that usually in the evening where us and a couple of our friends are sort of more available and all that. But mm -hmm. uh, periodically, I'm, we're going to try and get a bit more of a regular play and stuff. So another way to, to catch up with us as well. So until then, we will uh, talk to everybody next time. Mike, thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Thank you. And uh, we'll see everybody next time. Thank you. Come to Watto's shop, huh? Take a look around. I got everything you need. Huh?